Hey, my name is Innocent Maginga and you're listening to the Learnability Podcast. For individuals seeking growth, we've created this open-ended exploration into our ability and desire to learn. I guess you could call it a combination of what we know and how we learn. So in conversation with individuals, either speaking from experience, belief, or science, we seek to find answers to how to navigate and win in this information age. All right, so I would like to start off today by giving a shout out to my brothers and sisters in Somalia. Listening to this, I see you. There's uh, listeners in Morocco, China, India, Thailand, a lot of listeners in Romania and Spain, and most of course, US, UK, Scandinavia. With this in mind, I will remember to take our topics around the world. Thank you for listening. So this is the second part of the episode with Juliet Murukateite. And this part is a little bit more about work life, uh, interpersonal skills, how to work in a group, or how to remove yourself from a group that's not working for you. So if you want to get in touch with Juliet, you can do that at amani.se. That's A-M-A-N-I-I dot S-E. So amani.se. Now, let's get into the conversation. Enjoy. If you can tell me what you found like during this road that you've been on, this journey called life. Yeah. When you hear the word success, what, what, what clings to you? My definition of success has uh, cleared up maybe during more recent years. And... It has come from looking at the full journey and what about this journey has have I been most uh, appreciative of? And that has been uh, seeing other and helping, if I can, other people grow. So contributing. Contributing to, to the society. Or... Individuals growth. Yeah. So that's how I define my success today. Wow. If I can help someone come closer to they, their goal or feel more inspired or um, get into learning and growth, then I've succeeded. Wow. That's major. And that's deep. I, it, it feels good. It, it feels good to, because I've always been driven. But I guess what has driven me before is external values. I feel like I'm more driven today by intrinsic uh, values coming from within so and it hasn't been very far away what I've been doing before because the talent development part has has always been there so I've needed the team to to progress and to grow and do good so it's been involved but it hasn't been the main part so there you have the balance that you're explaining We're talking about work-life balance yeah. and you're explaining, we're talking about the success and what success is defined to you since it's often individual. It is. It is. And you want to spread the word, as I understand, success of somebody um, 
being able to pursue whatever is ahead. Whatever their uh, why is. So well, as I see it, we, we learn a lot, but a lot of what we learn is wrong and a lot of what we learn is limiting. So it's time to filter it down. It's time to find what learning is true to you, mm. what advice is applicable for you, what um, areas do you want to and can you contribute in. If we remove the conventional wisdom, what's left? If you are asking yourself, whatever it is that you're doing this day, you woke up and you felt, you didn't feel flawless. Mm. Like um, everything that you've done today is a waste of time. Or it hasn't been rewarded uh, due to you or anything or anybody else around you. And you ask yourself, am I willing to do this the next day? And the answer is no. Then things need to be changed. Yes. And that's where we get back to this pursuit of fulfillment. Definitely. Which we all have. Right. But most of us are not really pursuing our fulfillment. No. So we have an inner drive to pursue our fulfillment, but we're not actively day-to-day doing it. And that's where you need to question yourself and question everything you know. Why am I not doing it? Well, I've been taught, my parents told me, my teachers told me, uh, my friends told me I should be doing this. But if I remove all these filters, what would I be doing? Yeah, you peel off the layers. Okay, I would be doing this. Yeah. And then we get back to what you were talking about. Break it down to steps. Yeah, you see the bigger picture and that's the vision. That's the goal. You print it, you put it. Where you're going to be reminded that this is where I'm heading. All the blood, sweat and tears are going to be the reason of where you're going. Yes. And it doesn't have to be blood, sweat and tears. But the success definition, according to a coaching perspective and the coaching that I learned by, it says that being successful is to do what you said you would do consistently, having the clarity And with the focus and having the ease and last but not least, the grace. I love that definition. Yeah. To do what you you actually said you, you were would going do. to do. Yeah, that's the goal. Exactly. And that's the goal. And, and we go back again to defining it in small steps mm. and making it attainable. And that's the ease. So now you're clear about what you want to do in life or work. That's the balance. The focus part also continues on going through which areas do I start with? How do you start? You open, right? You come in with an openness and understanding like what do I need to start with? What qualities do I need to the practicality? And the ease would be how long it would take, right? And also you set the limit on how long it will take as long as you get there no pressure from the people around you no pressure from um, the society or the expectations you're doing it in your pace okay for yourself for yourself and every time you tick off that goal or that week or 
now we've come to the step where you know what you're going to do and how long it's going to take. You've taken, you break it down in the way that it's achievable for yourself, not for anybody else, but yourself. What's comfortable? What's going to make me get up in the morning and make sure that I do this chore or do this test or go to take this course and manage to even have time to walk my dog or go to go to work and be with my friends all the other things you do right and when you've ticked off that your gratitude grows because you can go to sleep at night knowing that well it's a human thing you haven't let anybody down and uh, let's say you have a spouse or children nothing has been aside because y- you have that time and moment for school you divide the other time and moment for your spouses or anything else that you know needs that time anything else that is valuable to you that is contributing to your well-being so that's the balance of knowing that you've not let anything on, on the side for this to happen so you get more of that purpose into your into everything so your 8 hours or whatever the majority of your waking time which you um, spend at work becomes more purposeful because you've identified your purpose right and you're slowly moving in that that direction yeah but you're still at your job so your job hasn't in itself become more purposeful you have become more purposeful in yourself yeah which makes everything you do more purposeful because you're taking these small steps towards your purpose yeah, you, you got it meaning. in mind yeah there's a meaning and you ask yourself to know the purpose why am i doing it mm-hmm. why the why comes again uh, i'm doing this because i can contribute i'm doing this because i know you're doing it out of a clear and clean way of living mm-hmm. it's meaningful you're guided from within i guess yes so why finding out why that purpose is important that's how you're going to answer yourself every morning when you feel like there's a limit again you go back why what's the reason of me doing this why am i doing it and when i've figured that out and i still spend most of my days at this workplace let's say i have colleagues that are not supportive of this how do i go about this the colleagues part yeah like the um, um maybe there's negative reinforcements uh, maybe there's no space to talk about these ambitions and dreams um uh, how do i navigate around this so i have my purpose but everyone at my work might not have this purpose okay then the question is who are you doing it for mm. yeah you're doing it for yourself yeah but i'm thinking it might be hard if not everyone's against you but if not everyone's with you on this oh, journey i understand you're talking about the influencing exactly I you're understand. influenced by your nearest environment, environment exactly that is around you well when you started this morning and you said to yourself this is what my aim is and if it's going against the environment and the people around you what are you surrounding yourself with and how are you getting that energy in so uh when i asked you i said who are you doing this for it's you said right away i'm doing this for me 
And yet again, you ask yourself, what is the purpose I'm doing this for? It's not for you to preach and go and tell everybody like, um, this is what needs to be done. I have an epiphany of what my life needs to be. No, this is the euphoria and the greatness that you have. You're celebrating inside yourself personally that you're doing a personal celebration. So back to the people who are around you who are not giving you that good energy or if you call it the good energy, who are not um, supporting positive you. Positive vibes. Who are not <laughs> giving you the positive vibes. If you can even being aware that that's not the positive vibe or that's not the vibe you are comfortable with, mm-hmm. that's an epiphany itself. So I'm get, getting at what you're saying is it doesn't matter what the, the general mood is at that job. Yeah. You don't need to change it as well. You've changed yourself yeah. and you will probably move yourself from that environment yeah. in the long run. So there's no need to spend that extra energy to in convince. trying to convince. No, or, no, there's no need for convincing. If you're going to convince this, like, look at it this way. How about this way? Then you're trying to cheer somebody else or trying to make everybody go your way, but you need to go your own way first. So if that environment and you've come to an understanding that that's not the environment you want to grow into or be in, that's a step. Just separate it. You just separate. You, that's the question again. Where am I and where do I, am I, am I living or in a, in a place where I want to be? Mm. You'd be like, wait a minute, this is not for me. This is where you guys wake up like, wait a minute, what am I even doing here? Yeah. I'm out. Mic drop. Yeah. Done. I just go next. I really wish more people could do that. Definitely. Because that puts yeah. the pressure on the, on the employer. Right. Where the pressure should be to create environments where people can achieve fulfillment. Oh, yes. But if you stay, there's no direct fine for the company that's the only way you can find them for not trying to help you achieve your fulfillment oh yes definitely but when you say you switch yeah it might be easy maybe for one person who doesn't have maybe a family or any other attribute that is important that you need to have this job for yeah the the question would be like when we go back to the influence and the people around you and uh, are not being positive or energetic for whatever it is that you are talking about, then you can understand what's your role and how are you set up uh, in this environment? How do you come across as the coworker? Usually it's easy to do the blame game that yes. the people around me are, are not doing what they should do or they are negative or they... There's always they, 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 it's not me, me, me. But then you have to understand, how do you come across as? Yeah. So that's going into a little bit of the rights versus responsibilities. Definitely. So you have rights, but you also have responsibilities. As a, as a co-worker, yeah. as a human being coming to the job. So yeah. it's give and take. So um, usually when you're starting something different, you can question like, what if, what if this challenge is going to come with the coworkers mm. that are going to stop me and say, whatever you're doing is stupid. That's something that, it's an inner voice saying, hey, step back. Uh, this is not even worth it. You, you're good where you are. Why, why jeopardize it? You might think that, oh, now the time, the grades, and I need, I'm going to start with a lower salary the excuses come not excuses but more so the reasons why not to 
So that with the coworkers and the environment, that's also a part of the reasons why not to yeah. do it. Uh, if you can see it and understand that that's going to come in any way that you, any way that you look at life, those things are going to come in different shades and different characters in different roles. That was very good. I was really trying to um, foresee the problems that might come up yeah. once you start this journey. And a good way to combat that is actually writing down a personal mission statement. So organizations do this, and this is also from the, the Seven Habits book, uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, where they have this uh, segment about your personal mission statement. And going back to that, if I've had a bad day at work where um, I feel like I'm, I, I'm far from my fulfillment and, and the purpose, I can go home at the end of the day, look at my personal mission statement, and with that, set new goals for the next day. Uh, so having it written down is, is a way to simplify both for yourself while you're writing it down and trying to figure out what is my mission. Yeah. That's a huge step. Yeah. In finding out what is my mission, what is my why, what why? is my, yeah. uh, my reason for being. And then having it as a reminder to always go back to simplifies sticking to it. So that's what you're saying. Also, you're explaining that starting point is asking why. Yes. So you're talking about different roles we play in our day-to-day, every day where most of us jump between different roles and different responsibilities and the challenge that comes with that. Oh, yeah. Well, the different roles, I mean, is not, this is not an acting school or something that I'm <laughs> talking about. It's more of how you are as a human being, how you are as a colleague, how you are as a um, spouse, how you are as a parent, how you are as a friend. It could be in all those different roles. Mm-hmm. And when you come in as um, a parent to work, you're not going to parent your coworkers. That's not the right hat to wear at work. The there parent you go. Hat. Exactly. So sometimes it could be confusing trying to know where's my role at. And if you break down those different roles as the intentions that you have during the day and the transitions that you have during the day, that you, you know how to shift it. You understand that now I'm coming in as a coworker. Now I'm coming in as a parent. Mm. Now I'm coming home as a, a spouse. Um, now I'm going out as a friend. There you go. So it's not like you come, uh, let's say you're going out as a friend. You're not going to come and say, you have no idea what happened to me at work. It's going to be like, you're still in that work mode. Something bugged you during the day that you kept on carrying, even to that friend mm. of yours needs to hear that load that you have had carried all the way. So you're not resetting. Reset. You, you're not resetting and you're not setting the intention of being as a friend. So people stop recognizing you and you even stop recognizing yourself, sometimes too late. So dividing those different roles that we play on uh, during the day, it's good to just take a break a minute or two and shift. That goes back to headspace and, and finding headspace and clarity. Because like you said, you just keep 
adding on if you don't take a minute or two to reflect and move on. You're right. just adding on top, building layers on top. Yeah. And also taking with you. Usually you don't take with you what's good. You take with you what's been bugging you that is not done. Yes, we have a negativity bias. Definitely. So, you carry it with you. Yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to be that friend meeting you at the evening. <laughs> like, okay, bring in two more glasses of wine. Yeah. We're going to need this. <laughs> to survive. Yeah. yeah. But if you would come to me in the evening, let's say you still have that role and you're honest to yourself and say, hey, man, you know, I had this tough day. It was, I need to talk. I need to open up and talk to you about this. But more talking to a friend then. Yeah. And and you can, when that person that you're meeting in front of you knows, hey, first you start off saying, hey, how you doing? You know, you have to also see who's in front of you. Uh, understand like, wait a minute, who am I talking to? Maybe he or she has had a bad day or whatever has happened. Maybe they have exciting news, but no, listen to me. There goes the ego. But cutting it down and knowing that, okay, I'm saying truth. This is my friend that I'm going to meet. And hey, today, just to cut you off, it's been a bad day and um, something has happened. Can we talk about it? And just hear where the person is at. And it's your friend. You know the vibes, right? Then you can open up. And then you just, if if you still want to talk about it, then do it. Mm. But Or you guys make it up together. As friends, in, in the role as friend talking to a friend. Yeah. yeah. And how would you do that? And you ask if you have a question or if you want to know how they see it from what perspective. That's being you true to your friendship and respecting that this is my friend in front of me and now it's friend time. Not that you've forgotten what's going on, but maybe you just need to touch it, just touch upon it a little yes. bit. And move and on. And then move on. Mm. So yeah, that's dividing those different roles uh, that we play is very important and crucial in order to staying true to yourself. Do we need to have goals for all these roles? No, it's finding the balance. Mm. Finding the balance and being being true to what what's happening right now. And that's where the clarity comes in. You're clear, like, if you know that something has been bothering you and you haven't talked about it, maybe the next day you already touched upon that. Uh, if we go back to what's been bothering you, you touch upon it to, it's a, it doesn't grow to a frustration. It doesn't grow to a cynicism. It doesn't grow to hatred, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't emerge to something bad, yeah. worse. Yeah. Yeah. So when you touch upon it and you're in the presence of the being of that subject or whatever has happened, tragically, life happens. Mm -hmm. Just staying true to yourself and knowing where to go to within you and stop, time out, breathe, break, and then move forward. Move forward. That's the, that's the crucial part. But you need to, just like a awakening call. Usually it happens when you're going through tough times in life. Crisis is Crisis are often uh, uh, an ignites. Definitely. It's like the light in the tunnel. And you understand that this is not the life I want to live in or this is not the thing I want to do. So you ask yourself, you, you, it's like a reminder of why you are where you are today. And I believe you can, without that crisis, proactively, that was what I was talking about earlier, 
question because often when you get into a crisis, that's what you start doing. You start questioning everything. Mm. And that's where you can find the enlightenment or the new path forward. But you can do that without the crisis by proactively, okay, this is what I've learned. This is what I've been taught. This is the the paradigm I've been uh, living by. If you question that, you can find new ways and new answers and new knowledge that needs to be acquired. Yeah, that's the curiosity that wakes yeah. up on you when you're intrigued to finding out more. But going back to the success definition, you become like, okay, what is success for me within this that I've learned? And what do I really know, want to know about those uh, areas that uh, I'm curious about? Mm-hmm. To sum it up of what we've been talking about, about having the clarity and being focused and finding the ease and having the gratitude. Yeah. There's a tale that I read. I love tales. Um, it's like a message, little messages that come in. And that's what I meant with cliches. Like yeah. you can easily connect. Definitely. And this also goes back to summing it up of how one can wake up, a little wake up call. This Tibetan tale tells about not being like a pigeon who spends all night fixing its nest and dawn comes up before he has even got time to sleep. I love it. Yeah. That's really how we can spend most of our our days and nights. And also, it goes back to how we've been taught. Mm. So we've been taught to impress our neighbors and buy the latest whatever furniture and renovate and Yeah, that's the, the this constant loop we're in consumption or bad food consumption and that's what we're being fed just like this bird he's trying to probably impress the other birds go, and go, go. yes yeah. <laughs> yes and instead of being i guess happy not happy with where you are but happy with your journey. Yeah, content in yeah yes. where you are. Yes. And so appreciate that you have this maybe not perfect bed to lie in, but lie in it and enjoy your sleep. Right. So you can get some rest. <laughs> be more day. proactive, exactly. Yeah. So all in all, people, do you? Do you? Boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for this conversation, Julia. Thank you for having me. I hope to have you back sometime in the future and have a follow-up conversation. Let me know. Yes. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you. You've been listening to the Learnability Podcast and I'm your host, Innocent Muginga. If you want to contribute to the platform or find previous episodes and additional material, you can do that at learnability.online learnability.online and oh yeah don't forget to subscribe